Hello and welcome to the Lively Esthetician podcast, a podcast where we talk about all things skincare and self-care. My name is Ashley. I am a licensed esthetician in Missouri and I will be your host on this fun and fabulous journey. If you think that this is something that you are interested in, keep on listening. Welcome back. Has it been a minute? Yes. Do I have an excuse? No. Do I need to give an excuse? No. So we're just going to jump right on in. I thought it would be fun to dip my toes back into podcasting with a question and answer session. So I went on my Instagram stories and I asked you all, what were your biggest obstacles when it comes to maintaining a regular skincare routine? And I got some really good responses. So I'm going to go ahead and give you my best advice as to what I would recommend if I was your esthetician. All right, so the first response that I got was doing it. (laughs) And I know the person that said this, um, I completely understand. They work a very hectic schedule. They work kind of a crazy job and they work in one city one day and another city the next. So sometimes they get home very late. So I, I understand that getting home from work really late at night, you're exhausted. The last thing you feel like you want to do is do a skincare routine. I totally get it. So my best advice and, you know, take this with a grain of salt, but this is what I would do. Walk in your front door, take your shoes off, and walk straight back to your bathroom. Cleanse your skin. If you're wearing makeup, I highly recommend a double cleanse. If you're not wearing makeup, you can get away with just a single cleanse. That's totally fine. Spend 60 seconds cleansing your skin. Then do a toner, a serum, and a moisturizer. Now, if you're really tired and you don't want to do a toner, that's fine. You can skip that step. If you're really super extra tired and you don't want to do a serum, that's fine. You can skip that step. The two non-negotiable steps here, absolute non-negotiables, cleanse and moisturize. If you are skipping a toner or a serum, I highly recommend that your moisturizer pull double duty and be both hydrating and moisturizing. Um, Some moisturizers don't have any hydrating ingredients in them and some don't have any moisturizing ingredients in them. I like a good creamy product, something that has both water and oil. Um, The Acai Berry Moisturizer from SkinScript is a fantastic option for this, as is the Repair Moisturizer from ColorUp. Um, Both of those moisturizers are going to be great options, multitasking products. It is more ideal if you have a serum like a hyaluronic acid. We don't need to be using any vitamin C's or um, really any antioxidants at night, although they never hurt. It's just more important to have those on during the day. So if your serums are mostly vitamin C based, that's totally fine. You can skip that at night, but we definitely want to make sure that we are getting water in the skin because during our sleep, our body detoxes, you lose around 200 milliliters or just over six and a half ounces of water while you sleep. It's usually why you have to wake up and go pee first thing in the morning. You sweat a lot in your sleep as well. So we just want to make sure that we are preparing the skin for this detoxification process before it happens. That way we don't wake up shriveled like a raisin. 
So just do it. <laughs> That's my advice. I hope that was helpful. The next obstacle that was presented to me was I don't know what products to use. Obviously, I'm biased. I'm going to recommend that you see an esthetician. We are going to be able to help you to figure out exactly which products would be the most effective and beneficial for your unique skin. If you don't want to do facials, maybe they're cost prohibitive, maybe you just don't really like the idea of somebody else's hands on your face, totally get it. Find an esthetician that will do consultations for you. Sometimes the consultations are free, um, but they do, if they are free consultations, we pretty much expect that you're either going to buy product or book services at the end. Some consultations are um, charged a fee, but that fee is applied to the cost of products at the end. So say the fee is $50 and you spend $100 on products, you only end up spending $50 on products with your $50 fee, if that makes sense. But we can sit down with you, we can talk about your skincare concerns, any conditions that you have that you would like to treat, your lifestyle and your goals, and we can help you design a skincare routine that will work for your unique skin and your unique lifestyle. All right, the next big obstacle that I hear a lot actually is that it's overwhelming. I don't know where to start. There are so many steps that I can't keep up with. And I get that, especially if you're coming into this with no previous established routine, the overwhelm is so real. If you were my client, I would absolutely not recommend that you start right out the gate with a 12-step Korean skincare routine that's completely counterintuitive and benefits nobody because you're going to spend all that money on all those products that are just going to sit on a shelf and expire, and I don't want that. You don't want that. Your skin doesn't want that. So I usually start off my beginner um clients with a cleanser, a moisturizer, and an SPF. Those are the basic foundational products that everybody needs. Cleanser you're going to use in the morning and in the evening. Moisturizer you're going to use in the morning and in the evening. And SPF you are going to use in the morning. And the reason that I do not recommend an SPF included in your moisturizer is because with those types of products, it's really hard to gauge how much of the product you actually have to use in order to achieve the sun protection factor that is stated on the bottle. With separate products, you're able to use the correct amount of moisturizer that you need, no, no more, no less and then you use the recommended amount of sunscreen, which is usually slightly smaller than a peanut M&M for your face, um, but bigger than a regular M&M, like in between a peanut and a regular M&M. So once you establish a habit or routine out of doing skincare twice a day every day, that's when we can come in with the more targeted treatments like exfoliation, serums, toners, masks, the 
the fun stuff, really. Um, but the first thing and the most important thing is just getting you established in the habit of actually doing a skincare routine. And my motto is slow and steady wins the race. There's no need to drop $300 on skincare products that you're not going to use when you can buy two or three things that you know are going to be the perfect formulation for your specific skin type and they aren't going to overwhelm you. Now, if you are slightly more intermediate in a skincare routine and you've got, say you've got a cleanser, a toner, a serum, an eye cream, a moisturizer, and an SPF, that's six steps. It sounds like a lot, but what we're going to do, we're going to cleanse our skin. Now in the morning, you only need to do one cleanse. In the evening, if you are wearing makeup, Again, I recommend please double cleanse if you wear makeup. If you don't wear makeup, single cleanse is just fine. It's not going to hurt you, but we want to make sure that we are getting all makeup residue off and then cleansing our skin again. Then you'll go in with your toner. You can either spritz this directly on your skin or you can use a cotton pad or a, I like to use the reusable um, bam bamboo facial pads that you just throw in the washing machine spray that on your pad swipe it on your skin and that helps to get any water residue or cleanser residue off of your skin um, this is especially helpful if you are traveling because usually when people travel and they're continuing with their skincare routine but their skin is still freaking out usually it's the water you're using different water on your skin that your skin doesn't recognize the makeup of that water. So we want to get that residue off our skin and then we want to apply our finishing products thinnest to thickest. So if you have an eye serum, apply that first, then your facial serum. If you have an eye cream, apply your facial serum first, then your eye cream. And the reason we do that is because the thinnest products absorb first and then anything thicker can actually inhibit the thinner products from absorbing if you apply them on top. So I've actually seen people apply moisturizers to their skin and then put serums on top. And that serum's not going anywhere. It's just sitting on top. So we want to make sure that we've got thinnest to thickest. So serum, eye cream, then moisturizer, then SPF. And that is your skincare routine. Um, the average skincare routine should take four to five minutes. I recently did a reels on Instagram where I did a skincare routine and I timed myself. I gave myself five minutes and I did it in just over five minutes only because it took me a second to find a product that I needed. Um, I'm a busy mom. I have a toddler. If I go in the bathroom for 20 minutes in the morning and close and lock the door, he's banging on the door like, mom, where are you? <laughs> So I have to leave the door open in the morning so that he can come and go. I just prefer to get things done quick. I don't like to spend more than five minutes on my skin. Skincare does not have to be overwhelming. Now, in the evenings, the story changes a little bit. The kids go to bed. I've got time mostly to myself. My husband's there, but I mean, he's not demanding of my time like a toddler is. I can spend an extra 10 minutes massaging my skin. Usually I do that sitting down um, in the living room watching whatever we're watching anyway. I don't do that in front of the bathroom sink unless I'm filming videos for Instagram. 
Um, but your nighttime routine you can get a little bit more elaborate with. Daytime doesn't have to be. And again, we add those extra elements in as we go, as we establish that routine. I did not start out doing a full gua sha routine. I still don't do it as often as I should, um, but I'm building up that habit. So for a newbie person to skincare, cleanse, moisturize, SPF, out the door. I hope that helps. All right, and then the next and probably most complicated issue that people have when it comes to maintaining a regular skincare routine is my skin is really sensitive and I feel like no matter what I try, it always breaks me out. And this, like I said, is a very complicated one. Um, but again, I'm going to recommend you see an esthetician. We have tons of things that we can do for sensitive and sensitized skin. Um, there are a couple things that could be going on with your skin that's causing the sensitivity. It's possible that you just have sensitive skin. Uh, maybe you have an undiagnosed case of rosacea. Uh, maybe you have an allergy to a certain ingredient in products. Uh, maybe your skin is sensitized because of whatever products you're currently using. I see this a lot, especially in people who use their bar soap or their body wash on their face in the shower. You don't have sensitive skin naturally, but your skin is sensitized because those soaps are so alkaline, they actually strip the oils and the natural acids out of your skin. And those oils and acids, those are what protect your skin from the elements, and those are what keep your skin hydrated and healthy. So if we're stripping those away, yes, your skin is going to be sensitive. And if your skin is sensitized or if you have what we call a compromised barrier, you are going to feel like you're having reactions to products, even products made for sensitive skin. And that's kind of just going to have to be something that you deal with until you get your skin balanced again, which it really doesn't take very long especially if you're using products that are made to restore barrier function. And again, that's where an esthetician comes in because if you're, again, shopping at Ulta or Sephora or Walgreens, you're not going to know if a product is restorative or not. You know, just because something says it's a creamy cleanser like Cetaphil, it's not good for your skin. Um, and it really doesn't help the barrier function at all. Whereas a cleanser like the Remove Foaming Cleanser from Color Up, it is packed full of barrier-loving ingredients, things to support your skin and not stress it out. So, yes, you might have sensitive skin, you might have sensitized skin, and an esthetician will be able to help you figure out exactly which it is that you do have and recommend products to fix those issues. So again, come in and see me if you're local or find an esthetician near you that can help you. Now, another thing, the products that you're using could just be incorrect for your skin type. You may not necessarily have sensitive skin, but if you have a naturally dry skin type, but you're using products that are made for 
oily skin types, that's going to cause issues as well. And that's why I really just like to stress that you come in and see an esthetician, come in and talk to me, uh, let me help you figure out exactly what's going on with your skin so that we can get you the products that are designed specifically to help with whatever that is. Another issue and a least less common issue, but still something that can happen, is that possibly you have an allergy to an ingredient that's in a product or products. And uh, that is a little bit more tricky to nail down. Some people are able to kind of put two and two together and figure out, I'm allergic to hyaluronic acid or, you know, whatever. Um, but in most cases, it's, it's usually up to a doctor to help you determine what ingredients you're specifically allergic to. So if you go get an allergy test, come back to an esthetician and say, I need skincare products, but they can't contain this ingredient. And most estheticians will be able to help you figure out products that fit your needs, your budget, as well as any allergy constraints that you might have. So again, I do feel that it is so important if you are somebody who wants, really wants to have the best skin of your life, but you just aren't sure where to start, or you feel like you try everything and nothing helps, or it always just breaks you out, come in, talk to me, find an esthetician near you, and we will help you get it figured out. I promise you will have the best skin of your life in fucking no time. And I can't wait. <laughs> so anyway, I'm going to go ahead and end it here. Those were the only um, questions that I had to respond to today. If you do have any questions about your skin or if you have any questions about aesthetics in general, please feel free to hit me up. You can message me on Instagram at lively underscore aesthetics underscore. I'm on Facebook at lively aesthetics. I'm on TikTok at lively aesthetics. Um, I'm, I don't remember if there's underscores in that or not. I will post all my links in the description of this episode and just make it easy on you. Um, you can also email me at ashley at lively springfield.com and I look forward to hearing from you and I will catch you around in the next episode.